Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The World in 10 for Tuesday, the 24th of January. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Richard Newman. Seven people have been killed in California in the second mass shooting in the state in two days. It's just weapons of pure mass destruction. And the fact that that is not being addressed in this country is comical. It's disgraceful. It's offensive to the senses, to common sense, to dignity. And Germany faces mounting pressure to send tanks to Ukraine. We're here to first ask for more weapons to Germany personally for Leopard. The Times of London. In a police car park in California, officers motioned to a 67-year-old to come forward. That man was Chun Li Zhao. He'd given himself up, but not before killing seven people at two farms 50 kilometres south of San Francisco, near a coastal community called Half Moon Bay. Zhao was located in his vehicle in the parking lot of the sheriff's substation here in Half Moon Bay. San Mateo County Sheriff Christina Corpus. Zhao was taken into custody without incident and a semi-autic handgun was located in his vehicle. The victims are thought to be Chinese-American farm workers. The sheriff also confirmed that some of the witnesses include children who'd recently been let out of school and lived on the farm. David Pine is a senior local official. We grieve tonight for the deceased members of our community. This is a horrific event, one that we would never imagine. Uh, Gun violence in this country is at completely unacceptable levels. It's really hit home tonight. Our hearts are broken. It comes just two days after another mass killing, where 11 people were shot dead by a gunman near Los Angeles as they celebrated the Chinese New Year. The 72-year-old shooter then turned the gun on himself. Last night, a vigil took place to remember those who died in Monterey Park. We never thought that it would be one of us. It's so shocking. We can't accept it. California Governor Gavin Newsom says it's time to address the country's gun problem. It's just weapons of pure mass destruction. And the fact that that is not being addressed in this country is comical. It's disgraceful. It's offensive. Nearly 53 people are killed each day by a firearm in the US, according to recent figures. And nearly 8 out of 10 murders there are carried out using guns. That's significantly higher than in countries like the UK and Canada. Yet gun laws remain an ongoing and contentious issue. 
Germany is under increased pressure to supply Ukraine with tanks to aid the country in their defence against Russia. But there are signs that Berlin is softening its approach. Protesters gathered outside the European Council on Monday. We're here to first ask for more weapons to Germany personally for for Leopard. German-made Leopard 2 tanks are used by armies across Europe. But other countries can't donate them to Ukraine without permission from Berlin, which holds overall responsibility for how they're used. Poland has the tanks and wants to do just that. And now Germany's foreign minister, Annalena Baerbock, says she would not stand in the way of its neighbour. It's just that Warsaw's yet to ask for permission. Times correspondent Richard Spencer is in Kiev. He's been explaining why Berlin has not immediately followed the UK in sending tanks. There's this idea that they're deliberately you know, making a show of being dragged into this uh, so as not to so as to take public opinion with them, if you like, mm. that if they can get, as we saw at the weekend, pro-Ukraine protests saying, send the tanks, send the tanks, then that kind of gives them political cover and ensures that Germany stays united when it does um, send tanks to Ukraine, as it almost certainly will. That explanation does does have some coherence, even though it's, as I say, it's not what the ministers themselves are making. But Ukraine has received a boost from the European Union, which has announced further military help. Here's EU foreign policy chief Joseph Borrell. We reached a political agreement for the seventh tranche of military support with an additional 500 million and an additional assisted measure worth 45 million for the Ukrainian force being trained by our military training mission. Germany's Defence Minister Boris Pistorius is meeting with NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg to discuss the war. You're listening to The World in 10 from the Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events all in just 10 minutes. Coming up, outgoing New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern gives an emotional farewell speech in her last official engagement and an unfamiliar feeling for Tom Hanks. Back to the United States now, where a court has convicted four members of a far-right militia group for their part in the Capitol riots in January 2021. 1349 hours declaring it a riot. That's when a group of Trump supporters stormed the building in an attempt to overturn the 2020 presidential election results. The four men belong to the Oath Keeper group. When someone joins the US Armed Forces, they take an oath like this. I state your full name. I state your full name. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will support and defend. The Constitution of the United States. And it's that oath that's the inspiration for the far-right militia group. But now four of them have been convicted of doing the very opposite. On January 6th, a group of Oath Keepers broke into the Capitol alongside the mob. They moved in a very organised way. Will Summer is politics reporter for the Daily Beast. These folks really knew what they were doing and had a plan. We later find out that they had a ton of guns stocked across the river from Washington, D.C. and Virginia. There were a lot of discussions about bringing guns into the city and and potentially fighting police officers with them or somehow using those guns to overthrow the government. Those convicted of seditious conspiracy face up to 20 years in prison. 530 people have now been found guilty or have pleaded guilty to taking part in an insurrection to try and keep Donald Trump in the White House. Jacinda Ardern says she's ready to be a backbench MP, a sister and a mother as she attended her last official event as Prime Minister of New Zealand.
In 2017, as a 37-year-old, she became the youngest woman in the world to serve as a head of government. But she announced her surprise decision to resign last week, saying she has nothing left in the tank. Ms. Ardern spoke at an annual gathering of politicians and Maori elders in Ratana, north of Wellington, and delivered an emotional speech. I want you to know that I leave with a greater love and affection for Aotearoa New Zealand and its people than when I started. And I didn't think that was possible. So my final words are this. Nā mihi nui kia koutou katoa. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for the greatest privilege of my life. Jacinda Ardern will officially resign on Wednesday when Chris Hipkins will take over as the new Labour Party leader and as PM. There will be a general election in October. Speaking to the gathered crowd, she had these final words. If you're going to leave, I say leave with a brass band. To sport and Novak Djokovic looks in unstoppable form at the Australian Open tennis. John Jackson has more. Novak Djokovic admitted that playing without pain for the first time at this year's Australian Open on Monday had given him the belief that his hamstring would hold out as he looks to lift his 10th title in Melbourne. The Serbian sustained the injury en route to the Adelaide International title earlier this month, but following his dominant victory over Australian Alex de Menor, suggested another Grand Slam title could be on the way. A week ago, I didn't really think about the, the title. I just thought about good enough condition to play the next match until tonight. Tonight, the way I've played, the way i felt gives me reason now to believe that uh, I can go all the way. Djokovic could match Rafa Nadal's record by winning a 22nd Grand Slam title on Sunday. The fourth seed went on to say he wouldn't be celebrating too early, with a tough quarterfinal against Russian fifth seed Andrei Rublev coming up on Wednesday. Now he's been decorated with the world's greatest acting honours, but Tom Hanks is having to deal with the embarrassment of being nominated for three so-called awards at the Razzies, which look back at the worst films of the year. The double Oscar winners up for Worst Actor, Worst Supporting Actor and Worst Couple, the other half being what organisers have called, quote, his latex-laden face and ludicrous accent. Two of those are for Elvis and another for the Disney remake of Pinocchio. Marilyn Monroe biopic Blonde leads the nominations, though. It's got eight, but lead Anna de Armas has been spared from being included in the Worst Actress category. The ceremony takes place the day before the Academy Awards on the 11th of March. And finally, if you want to feel a little inadequate about your parenting, and goodness knows I do, a four-year-old boy from the English county of Somerset has become the youngest member of Mensa, the High IQ Society. He's called Teddy Hobbs and he taught himself to read when he was just two. Inadequate doesn't even cover it. But since then, he's also learned how to count to 100 in seven languages, including Mandarin, French, German and Welsh. Teddy's astounded parents sought assessment from health visitors before he starts school, and now Mensa's concluded he has the letter and word recognition of an almost nine-year-old. And that's your World in 10 for Tuesday, the 24th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.